Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Cosplay Bites, the podcast that's all about cosplay topics, cosplay itself, conventions, news, and all that good stuff. Um, for this episode, I got with me my wonderful friend, uh, Joanny, who also goes by Bloodthirsty Beauty. Hello, here I am. I'm so happy and excited to be here. Um, also with one of my good friends, James. Thanks for having me on, James. <laughs> no problem. I'm glad I got to be able to snag you away from all your crazy stuff that you're doing. Yeah, always. <laughs> um, so before we get started, um, just for those tuning in, this is the podcast that it's available on Anchor, Spotify, and iTunes, and I would greatly appreciate it if you guys were able to uh, rate and review the show because it definitely does help out a lot. Um, as far as upcoming blog posts for my blog, uh, Lightning Palace, there um, for today a post went up on Kiss a Frog cosplays uh, Princess Tiana from Princess and the Frog, and then I've got a couple others upcoming for the next couple of weeks, such as more Cat Dukan cosplays, like um, Itioru's uh, Nero from Devil May Cry 5. I've got Falafel cosplay as Meta Knight, and then I just finished up a write-up on Maru's uh, Tifa from Final Fantasy VII, so that's going to be going up in a couple of weeks. And... Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Oh, wait, nope, nope, not yet. Um, shout out to my awesome patrons over on my Patreon. I got uh, Coralia Jade, Cat Yuka Moon Fox, Mink the Seder, Nicole Marie Jean, Noah, Oh My Sophie, and Shaylin. And that takes care of all the housekeeping stuff. So, next part is. I get to gush about Joanny for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to stick to the story that I found you from Carlibra on Instagram. Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's how it happened. And then we just got really close ever since, just following each other's work and being a part of your Patreon, which has been awesome. So, yes, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. So, uh, <laughs> Tell us a little bit about yourself, I guess. Um, okay, so I'm Joanny. Um, I've been cosplaying for about, oh my gosh, it's been so long, probably like six, seven years. Wow, it's been wow. a minute. <laughs> yeah, always. Um, but I've only been like, I guess, more like on the professional side of cosplay for a few years now. It's super fun um i've always loved to kind of escape real life um when i right. was younger obviously through um you know painting and drawing and playing video games so being an artistic person um i feel like it's really fun to be able to bring these characters to life and that's the the number one allure of cosplay for me is that like i can kind of um dress up and have fun and use all of my different creative outlets. So yeah. it's really great. Yeah. And then I think what made me fall in love with your work even more was finding out that you're 
just about as big of a Kingdom Hearts fan as I am, because you did your female take on Sora, which was super cute. Thank you. And <laughs> yeah, you do a lot of, um, just from following you on Patreon, I don't know if you guys are aware, but I guess she also posts some of it on her Instagram, but um, you're big into makeup. Like, yes, that's one of your key things. So you do sort of like makeup inspired looks for some of your sets. I know. And they go with some of the outfits that you have. Um, I know you did a galaxy themed one for one month. That was all galaxy themed and whatnot. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I love, um, well, I've been like my like daytime job <laughs> is a makeup artist. So I've been doing makeup for eight years and, um, I used to be really into like gory, like horror, um, transformations. It was before I ever got into cosplay that I was doing that. Right. Um, so it was really fun to be able to kind of transition into cosplay, which I was saying earlier is kind of like a collection of basically every type of art form in one. Yeah, no, yeah. Was um I'm going to guess then is your love of the horror side of makeup is that what kind of got you to add in the bloodthirsty part of your <laughs> tag name? Yes, it is, actually. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. I just have always loved kind of like the two opposite things becoming one. I feel like I'm very much so kind of like a walking contradiction is where I'm very sweet <laughs> and um, bubbly and like my whole house is pink and like bunnies and whatever but like i also listen to heavy metal and like, i love <laughs> dark imagery i like scary stuff i like brutal um artwork and uh i like basically anything weird and abstract so right. i feel like i'm kind of uh bloodthirsty beauty just made sense at the time for sure <laughs> yes yeah, yeah nope you're you're big into metallica that i know Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite band and um, probably the one of the most influential things in my life. Okay. Most. Yeah. Yeah. So pretty dope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So, yeah, she has a lot of cute cosplays, a lot of really... I'll say attractive lingerie looks for her Patreon. Um, yeah, I think you got a you got a good handle on running it from the time that I spent being on it. But um, let's see here. So one of the things that I wanted to talk about to you is that so for those who also also aren't aware, um, you're based on the West Coast. I am. So. I'm curious as to how the cosplay scene is over there. Although I don't, I think I, you've definitely been to some cons, but yes. I feel like not as often as you'd like. No, not at all. Um, so being from Texas originally, um, when I was first getting into cosplay, it kind of seemed like, 
a lot of the big name cosplayers were from out here on the West Coast. A lot of the people that I was following at the time and really looked up to their skills and their um, photography, their imagery, their creative vision. Um, a lot of those people seem to kind of be based out of here. So when I was making the move to the West Coast, I was really excited to be a part of this scene. Um, right. And to be a little honest, I feel like it was kind of an illusion. <laughs> when I made it out here, I um, I just feel like I thought that people were gonna be a little bit more genuine. Not that I haven't met anybody genuine. I've met a lot of um, really nice people within the community, but I feel like I've also kind of seen that people's online personas are, some of them are very not like their real life um, personality. So right. I feel like um, I've made a lot of good friends in the, in the scene. I feel like not as many as I'd like, or not as close of friendships as I'd like. But like you said, I haven't really made it to as many conventions as I've wanted to since I've lived out here just cause I'm super busy. But the few that I have gone to have been really fun. They're huge. Um, definitely much different than like the conventions that I like grew up on <laughs> started. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you can remember what cons on the West coast have you been to? So I've been to long beach comic con. I've been to NerdBot con. I've been to, um, Stanley's comic con or at the time it was still called kamikaze. Right. Um, I've been to WonderCon. Okay. Mm. So I think that's about it since I've been out here. I've been to some of those multiple times. Right. Yeah. Do you have any personal favorites at the moment or? You know, um, I really had, I think my favorite time was at um, the year that I went to Stanley's Kamikaze. Okay. Um, it was just so fun. And I felt like um, in the convention center that it is, it was in, it was just really well spread out and there was a lot of room. Um, when conventions feel a little bit like too like crowded in, it sometimes gives me a little bit of anxiety because I'm like sure. too claustrophobic. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, so I felt like that one was really laid out and spread out well to where there was enough room for people to take pictures and walk around and, um, I just really like that um, LA Convention Center that's by the, the Staples Center. I'm not sure if that's where it is every year. I think it is there every year. Um, okay. But sadly, I haven't been able to make it to San Diego Comic-Con. I've, I've gone by the Convention Center during Comic-Con, but haven't made it in. I know that one's a hard one to get tickets to, but I'm hoping I'll yeah. maybe, you know, in the near future, I'll get to go. Okay. Um, is there any, like, dream convention that you'd want to go to? Oh, At this oh my point, gosh. there's so many, right? <laughs> yeah, I know. I um, honestly, I'd love to go to some conventions in like other countries to see how how different, you know? Because sure. there's some really talented cosplayers that are um overseas. I feel like there's a lot of extremely talented cosplayers that are like all over the world. So. I feel like sometimes when I see these photos from certain conventions, like 
in Germany or in France or whatever. Like I'm just blown away in Mexico by these pictures. And yeah, um, I feel like sometimes those are like in such beautiful areas too. Like if you were to travel to go there, um, you know, you'd be able to kind of make a trip of it and see some beautiful scenery as, as well. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I know there's, um, there's the MCM brand that had their London Comic-Con over there. There's um, DreamHack, which I think is a gaming convention out in Europe. I think mm-hmm. I, I know one year it was in Sweden. Or maybe it's always been in Sweden. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I definitely would love to experience a con overseas. Um I feel like Australia would be one I'd really want to go to since I, I'm friends with a lot of uh, cosplayers down in that area. So that'd be, that definitely would be an interesting experience one day for sure. Yeah. I mean, I think conventions are honestly, um, I think they're less about like where they are or how big they are and more about like who you're there with. Cause my best Um, convention experiences have been the ones where I've been like with my friends you know what I mean there's like little little humble conventions um like still my favorite convention of all time was one that was back in my home city of El Paso Texas and it was just really small but it was literally like me and like a group of like 10 of my closest friends and we were just goofing off and having fun we were all in outfits taking great pictures and yeah um i feel like sometimes that gets lost in the sea of huge intense conventions um or if you just go to conventions without you know friends i think it takes away some of the the special quality of it yeah yeah absolutely uh, i've been trying to see if i can go to uh, more cons that my local friends go to for multiple days. Like, I know I want to do that for PAX East next year because I did that uh, this year. I was only able to go for one day. I went on that Friday, and most of the time I was just hanging out with my friends that were there for, I think they were there for the whole weekend, and uh, it was definitely a huge blast. Like, I had tons of fun. Yeah. Just walking around with them and taking pictures, staying in line for games. I think they were. I wasn't. Um, yeah. It, it's important to just have fun, you know? Like, obviously, cosplay has become this huge, like, business. And, um, you know, there's a lot of people living their full-time jobs off of this. And that's really amazing. But at the same time, like, I feel like take it seriously, obviously, because you want to, it to be a great quality costume. But don't take yourself so seriously that you don't have fun, you know? No. Yeah, absolutely. Cause I mean, we're all just, we're all grown adults dressing up in outfits. <laughs> yeah. Pretty and much. And you know what? We're fun grown adults. So I'm here for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I definitely have to meet you one day. So either I got to get my butt to the West coast or you got to get your butt to the East coast. One I- of these things have got to happen. <laughs> yeah, I would love to come out to the East Coast because I have not um, experienced it really um, ever. <laughs> so 
I, I've got to, I've got to make it out there one day soon. Yeah. Any con in particular in the East Coast that you'd want to hit up or? Whichever one, whichever one, the universe opens a great door for me to get there. <laughs> I don't, I'm not picky. You know, I would love to be, to, you know, go to like New York Comic Con because I've never been to New York and I want to go. Yeah. Um, so I think that would be, I think that would be really fun. Yeah. No, it, it is. It's a blast. I mean, it's certainly crowded. For sure. So yeah, but I mean, after like the first day or two, you 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 know your way around the convention center, and then you can just like bob and weave through the crowd and get to like all the vendors that you want to see or all the cosplayers that you want to go visit that are there, either vending or as guests. And uh, yeah, yeah, Definitely. I, I um, think that's fun and. One of my goals, hopefully um, soon, will be for me to have my own booth at a convention. I think that'd be really fun. And um, I really want to focus the rest of this year on just being getting really close with my community and um, letting know that the people that support me, that I really like appreciate them and their support and, um, you know, being a little bit just letting people, because I'm grateful. You know what I mean. No, yeah, but I'm you also are. busy, so sometimes I don't express it. I don't feel enough, you know. So I, I really want to, not just like on my Patreon and stuff, but like on my Instagram, like in like the busyness of my past like year, and just I have gone through a lot of stuff. Um, I feel yeah. like, you know, when you go through like certain things or traumatic things or whatever, um, sometimes your creativity really like dips. You know? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And and I feel like cosplay is something that I truly love. But when you stop feeling love for something, there was literally like a point in time where I was like, I'm gonna just stop cosplaying, you know? And it's something that's like one of my biggest passions in life. Like I literally love to do it and I have so much fun. And yeah. it was really people like you and um, you know, other people within like my close, <laughs> tight knit group of of my little community i don't like to say like fans or anything like that because really i don't put myself on a different level than you or anybody else like no you, you guys know. are just literally you're like a little family to me you know and without that support i probably would have stopped cosplaying like two years ago and i'd be off the internet probably honestly so no i appreciate you <laughs> no no yeah i mean it goes without saying like you I mean, we've got to know each other over on Instagram and Patreon, but you, you've definitely become one of my best friends and for personal reasons have just helped me through a lot over the last couple of years as I've helped you with a lot for the last couple of years. And, uh, yeah, you, you are someone that like, you take time to obviously, obviously you can't get to everyone in like responding to comments on your Instagram which I think is your main platform. I mean, you have a Twitter, but you, but you, I don't tweet. <laughs> you don't, you don't tweet. Or you probably like some people, they forget they have one. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I don't, I just feel like I never have anything to say, you know, like my, my Twitter would just be like, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Like, I appreciate <laughs> you guys. Thanks. Like, like I literally just don't even know what to say sometimes, you know, and, and I don't really have like thoughts where I'm like, I want to share that to like the world. <laughs> Yeah. 
you know, I mean, I do have them sometimes and I feel like I want to be like that positive, like figure and force in people's life. But sometimes I can't even be that positive force in my own life. So I got to just take a step back from all that. And, and you know, Instagram, that's why Instagram's like my main platform, because sometimes I just, you know, one thing to focus on that and Patreon. So, yeah, no, you're, you're very good at responding to comments on your Instagram and you're, you definitely take your Patreon like seriously in a way, like you, like you truly value like me and everyone else that's on there and like, seriously, that's appreciated because I don't, not too many people that have a Patreon, um, do from my experience of like pledging to a lot of creators on there for a month or for an extended period of time, like you and a couple of others, like I'm, I'm pledged to like continuously because on top of them being like important friends to me and whatnot, but you, you put out such um, awesome content, like very frequent posting and um yeah, it's it's really like appreciated. Like I wish I wish more cosplayers viewed or handled Patreon like you do. I um just really, really first of all, I hate asking people for things. So the fact that anybody like believes in me enough to want to help me I forgot what I was saying. <laughs> um you don't like asking for things. Oh, yeah. Are we still recording? Are we still going? Are we still yeah, good? No, no, I'll take care of it. Okay. Yeah, that was odd. Okay. Anyway. So weird. Um, okay. So the fact that anybody wants to help me or support me just literally amazes me. And that's why I put so much time and effort into my um, Patreon because I want it to be worth anything. You know, even the dollar tier, I just want it to be worth it, you know? And I want... And I feel like I keep a lot exclusive to Patreon. Like, I don't even think people know how much, like, exclusivity. Like, there's things that never make it out of there at all. So. Yeah, no. I mean, I want to say like, uh, 80 to 90% of your boudoir sets are on Patreon. Mm -hmm. With, like, the very one one to two image teasers you post publicly. Yeah. If you can, without Instagram being Instagram being like, oh banned yeah i'm not trying to get banned my no. reach has already gone down a lot <laughs> yeah um no you got a lot of exclusive stuff on there and then even still like i like i know with the tier that i'm on i'm getting my money to work for sure yeah um but speaking of which so on top of patreon you're in school Yes. And you're working full time. Yes, I do. <laughs> How in the hell do you manage all that? <laughs> I, um, you know what? Um, I'm very grateful that I enjoy everything that I do. I, If I hated school, hated my full time job, and was just like the only thing I liked that was cosplay, then I would be miserable. Right. But I've always loved school. I enjoy learning. 
Um, being in full-time school does not bother me. It makes me happy. Um, school has never been like a struggle for me personally, which I'm really grateful because I know for a lot of people, school is like a struggling thing, but school has just been easy for me. I really intake information well. That's so good. Um, school is like, it's sometimes it's a balancing act because, you know, you have homework or whatever. And my full-time job, it is... Um, I mean, I'm just lucky that I, I literally love what I do. I love where I am. I love the people that I work with. Um, and, you know, I'm always keeping myself open to new opportunities. I'd love to be, you know, just going to school and doing like content creation full time. Um, and that's what I'm going to, you know, try to strive for towards the end of this year. Got a lot of little business plans in the works, but I just had a big move. And that put a little backpedal on, on everything I was trying to do. Of course it did. Yeah. That, that to be expected. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think you'll get there. Yeah. You know, you um, drive. it's just everything is one day at a time. And um, I just got to put that focus back into, um, you know, everything I had previously focused on that brought me to the point that I am, you know, so right. I'm just, I'm just grateful. I have a patient community. <laughs> yeah. No, we, yeah. I mean, every, everybody adores you. You always talk about being wanting to be like a positive light for others than yourself. And I can 100% vouch that that is exactly what you do. And I, mean, I, I I love you for it. So <laughs> yeah, no, I'm I'm very happy that I can, um, you know, kind of off the topic of cosplay. I just feel like life is just so weird and and so mysterious, and we really hold a lot of power in what happens to us. And um, keeping your mind healthy is very important. Yeah. And uh and sometimes it's very difficult, but you know, I know that there are certain people and certain things that I've read and seen that I've resonated with that have made me want to continue creating, have made me feel inspired and happy and um I think that's basically the whole point of art at all, any form yeah. of art regardless of what it is is for people to see it and feel something and to resonate with them, you know, whether it be like a cosplay and that brings someone back to their childhood and like a really good time in their life or, you know, something that somebody loves. I think that's why this whole community is so um, cool because it's just a bunch of people bonding over these things that have touched us so deeply that we're willing to spend hundreds of dollars and a hundred hours making it, you know, you don't, you don't yeah. do that for something you don't love. So, no, no. So people appreciate that. You know what I mean? No, yeah. Like, I didn't slave, like, two months working that keyway that you see hanging up in my room. Yeah. Carving the hell out of it with from wood. Just because, like, I – because that keyway was basically a dream – one of my dream projects, like, since I got into cosplay, when I wanted to cosplay as Riku and his – kingdom hearts uh 3ds outfit but he had that blade from the second game and i was like wonder if i could make this like that'd be pretty like rad to 
say like, oh, I made a keyblade and no big deal. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. That's the feeling, that is it. When you, when you finish a project like that, it's just like, it's like a level of satisfaction that you can't describe, you know? Yeah. Have you had any projects that gave you that satisfaction? Like anything you made or built or whatever? Yes. I would say my Avacyn cosplay um, from Magic the Gathering. It was my angel that was completely made from scratch. My 14-foot yeah, okay. wings, my 10-foot staff, my 13 pieces of hand-painted armor. And, you know, the funniest thing about it is that that cosplay probably took me the most amount of money and time and stress and um, was probably one of my like least appreciated costumes I've ever created. <laughs> like just online? Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, I, it's very interesting how that happens. Yeah, I can kind of believe it. Not to say that I didn't like it. I loved it. But yeah. I mean, like, I'm, I'm sure cosplay now is like everyone wants to see like all the skin all the cleavage and all that but then also i don't know if there's a lot of people like it's magic the gathering probably like a niche fandom it is but you know what it's very <laughs> it's very expansive but what i've learned about the magic the gathering community which i am a part of and i love so this is nothing against i love magic the gathering i love wizards of the coast yeah um there have been um, there was one really famous girl that was um, famous for her Magic the Gathering cosplays, and a lot of people really loved her and appreciated her. And basically, one huge name within the Magic the Gathering community basically bullied her off the internet um, because he thought that she was just trying to basically like money grab from all these like guys in the magic the gathering community you know because there's a lot of um you know what i'm you know you know they say it about every cosplayer oh she doesn't really play this game oh she doesn't really care like she's she just, just wants to scam dudes selling sexy pics and yeah blah blah, blah. patreon such an easy job and blah 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 oh my god and that's the most ridiculous thing ever <laughs> you know what i mean because is. patreon is not an easy job you know oh, it is it is not <laughs> It is not for those that do this full time for their career. Like I know a couple of girls that they do like I want to say five plus sets, and I mean a lot goes into that, like setting up the scenery and Nicole. Nicole's a great um. A oh my great god, I love example. Nicole. Yeah, she she does like six sets a month. I'm like, how the fuck? <laughs> She's incredible. She really is. I love following her progress and. Um, I just like her whole life. I love that she has like a million animals. I love that she has her cute little husband and they do makeup together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's just, um, she's one of my favorite people. I don't talk to her. I would love to be like a closer friend to her. I'm gonna reach out to her. Cause I think that she's really, I think she's really cool. <laughs> yeah, no, Nicole and I go way back. I think I met her and found her when she was first starting to blow up, I think with her. Lady Bane, and then her Red Sonia. I remember that. Um, I it would definitely it was a packed season. It was either 2013 or 2014 when I first met her, and 
She'd been a very, very good friend of mine and to my dad when he was still around. And we loved seeing them at cons. And yeah, she, she's fantastic. And I mean, she appreciates. That's the other thing that I'm always worried about is that, um, I mean, I, I haven't ran into it a lot, but I just, but like all the girls that I pledged to, um, either continuously or like for a month they appreciate it no matter what like they don't oh, yeah. they don't they don't scoff at the fact that like oh i'm only there for a month and then they just stop talking to me after i um like i haven't experienced that yet thankfully well honestly i think the majority of us um you know we're good people and we're just real people and yeah. um, we're not perfect no. But I, I don't think that I don't think that the majority of obviously there's bad eggs and bad seeds and everything, but I don't think the majority of us are trying to like scam these people who love us out of anything, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like we just genuinely like want y'all to be like happy, you know? Or at least I do. I'm speaking for myself, I guess. No, no, you do. I know a lot of others do, for sure. Yeah. Um yeah, no, N Nicole tempting me with her sets, and I'm like, <laughs> woman, I just pledged you last month. I can't do it again. Yeah, <laughs> yep. That's when it gets hard, I'm sure. Uh, yeah. No pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see here. Anything else that's on your mind that you want to talk about? Um. Oh, man. Oh, this is my problem with Twitter. <laughs> um, you know, uh, I just am. I just want anybody who is listening to know that whatever you want to create and make uh, for yourself, whether it be literally anything, um, costumes or, you know, your dream job, your you know, greatest desires, dreams, you can have it. And um, I really believe as long as you are a good person, a genuine person, and you have drive and you believe in yourself, you can do anything. And uh, I, I really do believe that. So anybody who's listening, I just hope that you get a dose of inspiration. And if you are waiting for a sign to start something or to um, take that leap of faith, this is it. And I hope that you guys um, accomplish all of your dreams. And uh, I hope that for you as well, James. Aw, see, this is why I love her, guys. This is why I love her so much. <laughs> um, I really do. Huh? I said I mean it, too. Yeah. yeah. No, I know you mean it. I know you mean it. Um. I've got this one section that I kind of touch on if I can. Uh, I call it franchise design or teacher technique. Okay. And then thinking of you, how do you go about, okay, well, so what's your favorite part of makeup? And like, how do you go about it? Like when you do it for cosplay or when you do like your makeup looks for some of your sets and whatnot? Um, so I feel like, First, I 
look at whatever it is that I'm being inspired by and I look at the colors because the colors are kind of the make or break of if something's going to relate to to what it is or not. So like when you think of like Snow White, you know, her icon, her eye, like her whole um, imagery is so iconic because they use the three primary colors. I'm sure you as a graphic designer understand what I'm saying. So yes. you see her and, you know, you see that very striking yellow, blue, red contrast. Yep. And obviously against her white skin, her black hair. So you look at that and you're like, okay, so when I'm going to create this look or I'm going to create, um, you know, something based off of it, let's say you're doing like an everyday quote unquote cosplay of something. I think the colors are very important. I think that the colors are what tie something back to the original, um, the best, you know? Yeah. So I think I think for me that's what I try to pay attention to is getting the colors very um, accurate. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds good. No, definitely. I I I enjoy as a graphic designer. I enjoy working with colors, making logos, but um, color definitely is important because it also there's like the whole color theory and how yes. it can like, evoke emotion based on certain colors like um blue is kind of registered to sadness in some ways um yes it is purple is very like royal like um i think a lot of the bright end like the greens and the yellows they're kind of like energy based and like nature color based and whatnot so yeah definitely important on that front yeah, 100%. Um, <laughs> if you got anything else, I guess we could wrap this up. I think, I think that's about it, James. I think that uh, hopefully that was fun to listen to and informative. <laughs> no, I think so. I mean, I, I try to be diverse in my guests and try to stick with topics that are centered mainly to them and I'm sure some people are going to get a kick, a good kick out of this. So it'll yeah. be good. Um, well, yeah. Thank you guys all for listening. Um, if you want to follow my work, um, you can check out the blog lightning palace. Um, you can listen to past episodes if you missed any, um, and follow my blog accounts on lightning palace at Twitter and then lightning palace blog on Instagram. And uh, my Patreon is free, but if you pledge, uh, I'll send you stickers. Yeah. And um, you can become immortalized in my blog after a certain amount of time being a part of it. So, uh, Joanny, if they want to find you, where do they go? So, I am Instagram bloodthirsty underscore beauty. I'm pretty sure like I'm basically like the first thing that pops up when you start writing out bloodthirsty because I don't think a lot of people have that in their name. Right. Um, and then you'll also probably see bloodthirsty beauty moi, which is or MUA, which is my makeup page. But um, but my main account you can find under bloodthirsty beauty. If you want to see what the, the big deal is on my Patreon, it's uh, patreon.com slash bloodthirsty beauty as well. All right. And yeah, that about does it. Uh, thank you again so much to Joanny for joining me on this episode. Um, and I hope you guys enjoyed it. So uh, thanks for listening. And there will be 
one more episode for later this month. I won't say who because I don't want to commit yet. But uh, yeah, just look forward to that. Thanks for 